Hello out there and welcome to our weekly Ask the CEO Q&A session here at the Virtual Frontier. Great you have found the way back to the show. And if you just joined recently, hit the subscribe button right away so you'll never miss a new episode. Today's topic of our Q&A session is Business Growth Strategies for the Now. How can you generate value that actually transforms into growth? Why is it essential to have productized services with crystal clear offer in place And what do you need to know about your broken sales funnel? Ready to take off? See you in just a moment on the other side. Yeah, hello, Manuel. Welcome, new episode. New week, new episode here at the Virtual Frontier on next Q&A session. Happy to have you. Um, our topic today is uh, business growth strategies for the now. Um, why we have picked this uh, topic, um, a lot of business owners and uh, um, companies, they probably think about, oh, for our expansion strategy, we need tons of monies and a lot of resources to get uh, even started, right? And this is my uh, misconception and um, we want to explore today um, what could be done about that and uh, what steps uh, could you do um, to be um, or have a, system a systematic growth and uh, strategy in place for, for your activities. So um, probably you um, explain from your exp uh, experience and perspective, Manuel, what, what is behind uh, a good uh, business growth strategy and um, what is... Uh, required really apart from money <laughs> yeah good idea so i agree that you need a lot of money if you do it wrong and let me start first with how to not do it because that leads us to the point how to do it right yep. and why i can tell you because i did it i've built other businesses in the past and i built them with the wrong growth strategy and that cost me a lot of time and money and the wrong growth strategy is typically that you build something where you think that is a good idea that would be so great to have it and the market will need it because you like it. And then you build it, which takes a lot of money. That can be either a software, that can be, I don't know, a video course, that can be anything you want to sell and the entire business around what you want to sell. And once you've built that product and the business around And then you need to find clients. And then you realize that it's so hard to win clients or you can't even win your first client or you just can win clients for a very low profit margin, which is not enough to grow your business further. And then you wasted a lot of time and money. And this is the most expensive way and the, the way with the highest risk potential to grow a business. So this is what I definitely would not do. What I would do is to always start from First, identifying like a niche, a market you want to work with, like a group of people that you really like to work with, right? You can have a group of people that buys your products, but if you don't resonate with these people, don't like to work with these people, I would not do that because otherwise you have a, a business with a lot of people. That's a nightmare if you don't like them, if you are not aligned with 
them with their values, with their cultures, et cetera. So now you define your niche, your audience, right? The group of people you want to work with. Then you listen to them and identify their problem. And you don't want to assume they have a problem. You want them to tell you that they have this problem. You can either do this by going to social media groups where these people hang around and listen to them, what they talk about, right? Or you assume that they have a problem and then you talk to them and validate that they have this problem. Or you go to a social media group and ask if other people have the same problem, which is X, Y, Z. And once you identify this problem, everything your business needs to do is to build services and products that solve this problem in the most effective way, right? And then your business will grow automatically because if you have something that solves problems for other people, problems that people really want to solve, which is typically referred to as more money, more wealth, better relationships, or better health. These are the big three topics, markets that always have a demand and where there are a lot of problems you can solve in order to make these three topics better. So once you have that, you build your business around that everything solves this problem or these problems. And that's how you grow the business. I would always try to win clients before you even build the product or the service. You can you you don't need to lie, right? You don't need to go out and say, I have this nice thing here and um I sell it to you and then I don't have it. Then you get a refund and you don't have a customer. Mm. But what you can do is you can set the expectations properly and tell them that this product will be released in like, I don't know, three, six months from now. And you can be the first one to get XYZ problem solved and you even get a discount so it's more valuable for you. Right. And this is how I would grow the business all from the top line, all with clients, with paying clients. If you don't have that, it's not validated. I would never build a product or a business around it. No. Um, we're, we're already middle in the, um, sales funnels and in creating funnels around it as, uh, this is a topic you really like to work on. Um, could we, um, then, uh, discover what is it about like really creating this clear, clear offers? Um, because um, sometimes uh, you see that there there is maybe an offer, there is a service, but you're not really you what you're watching a website or whatever or um, an offer, and then you see the first site and you don't really get it. What 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 is it about, yeah. right? Or or you as a company, you have an, a nice idea how how you would like to communicate it, but nobody gets it. So how you can like really laser focus on this, like making a really clear offer that mm -hmm. uh, um, everyone understands. Um, probably most importantly, your your persona groups and the the groups that you want to work with yeah so the problem why most websites um, bring this experience that you just described is because most businesses they just communicate what they do right they communicate we do we are and nobody cares what you do or what you are <laughs> people just care what they get right if you communicate we have this these certifications we are experts in digital marketing that worked when there was a much bigger demand in the market, then there were businesses that can serve these needs and deliver these services, right? Then like in 20, uh, in, in 2000, 2000 till 2005, and even 1999, you just need to go out on the street, hire some software developers and say, we do software development and you win clients because there was such a big need and only a very little amount of providers. But nowadays, there is such a big global marketplace where you have service providers and products way too much so now the question is not 
from the audience where there is a lot of noise about products on social media all the time, how they can find their service provider. The question is really how the service provider can articulate and communicate the problem they solve for a client in the most effective way so that the relation, the money they pay compared to the value they get is approximately 10 to 1, right? Value they get is 10 and the price is in relation to 1. Then there is, that's a no-brainer to buy this product, but it must solve a problem and the same for services. And um, then, yeah, how to, how to communicate it in a, in a very precise way is, I, I would say there is a very, very clear structure. You can remove all the clutter and all the noise about yourself, your team, your experience, and all this stuff that nobody really cares about and start your website if it's a sales page, right? If, it's, if the purpose of the page of the website or wherever you communicate is to convert visitors into leads or clients. You start with this is for and name the group of people like this is for business owners, this is for marketing managers, this is for whoever. That and then the problem they have that have no idea how to win clients online or that have no idea how to develop a mobile app or the, the problem, right? Really the problem. And then you articulate the solution and want to, and then what they want, like build a website that generates leads automatically or build a mobile app that makes their clients more happy or engaged, right? What they want. So then it's relevant for them. It's okay, this is exactly for me. They understand my problem. And this is the solution. So now you can, when they scroll down and you caught their attention, which is the most challenging thing now these days, because there is so much irrelevant communication out there with this pattern, you, you hook them with the attention. And then, of course, you need, to, you need to build trust. That means you can show success stories. You can talk about um, other clients you worked with that got the same results. Right. And then you need a little bit create authority by telling um, for how many clients you solve this problem and what's your process to solve it. Right. Whenever there is a problem and you can solve it, you need to be able to articulate a process how you solve it. Otherwise, you don't know it mm. if you can't articulate that. And this is how you build a website or in general, a crystal clear communication that leads from a problem to a solution and converts a person that says, yes, I want this. Right, then it's really it's easy to start with the problem because most people they know their problem, they have a focus on the problem. That's how you catch their attention on channels, on social media and other platforms. But rarely they know the solution. So if you hook them with a problem, tell them a story how the problem can be solved, call them to action so that they can see how it works for them, which leads them to your website, that's your funnel. Right, that's your 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 entry of the funnel at least, and that's how you get the attention of people and convince them to talk to you without a lot of noise. Yeah, as you were just uh, talking about the, the the top of the funnel and, and the entrance when you get in contact, um, uh, there's of course other parts in the in the funnel, and uh, that uh, means time. Uh, a, a lot of business owners or, or salespeople maybe they're not uh, really aware about the time it takes uh, for the whole life cycle of of, of, of the sales, right? So mm -hmm. they probably expect like immediately immediately results um, for for something that, depending on your product or service, uh, um, is not that uh, easy. Or you have to be just patient for that. 
um, but maybe you mm -hmm. can uh, elaborate a little bit on that. It depends on what you sell. You know, if you have something that people already want. Now, I'm not talking about you articulate and communicate a problem, how that can be solved. Then you need to build trust and authority around this problem and the solution so that then they want the solution, which should be a unique solution that only you have, right? At least you package it like this and then you sell it, which is typically a higher ticket sales. That takes like a week to four weeks, I would say, if you have um, like products or services between 500 and 5,000 or even 10,000 euro. That's the cycle. If you sell low ticket products like info products or things that people want, like commodity, right? Something that people can get everywhere where there is nothing unique, just the price is a differentiator. Um, then you can like start a campaign and sell the first items right now. Now it depends on the channel. If you run Facebook ads, for example, or also Google ads or Instagram ads, then these platforms first need to learn. You, you cannot run a campaign and then immediately get expect the result. Could get a result, but you shouldn't expect it because the platforms need to learn. They need like 50 conversions in a week so that they have enough data to understand which type of people on this platform you want to win and which type of people on this platform are interested in your services, right? These are your conversions and that's how you train these platforms and the artificial intelligence on these platforms with the data these conversions generate. Yeah. Then you can also make sales fast, but I would not expect that. I never really saw it. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, be patient, uh, I would say. Um, we talked now, now um, about external um, factors uh, for, for your growth strategy, but there's also uh, the internal part, like uh, how you are organized, uh, what, what, what you are doing as a business owner, um, where Many are getting distracted, uh, doing things that uh, they probably shouldn't do or should do uh, a different uh, in a different uh, time, whatever. So, um, and and I was uh, thinking in the preparation, what 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 I really do like about you working with you is like you have this ultra focus to eliminate everything around you, what is not really contributing to you to your business goal, right? Um, and and uh, maybe uh, you can uh, tell us. A, how you do that and, and why this is so important. Yeah, that's a good thing. So now when you say that I have the ultra focus on doing only things that contribute to my business goal, other people could think about me giving a shit about other people, right? No, no. But <laughs> I just want to correct that because that is an obvious thing that people think about others when they observe all oh, these people is only laser focused on business results. He doesn't care about people. But that is my way to care about people because I know that when I focus people on what really matters and moves the needle most. I know that the business gets results, these people get results, and most importantly, I remove the distraction which results in less stress for them, right? And that is the most valuable thing you can give to your team, focus on a low-stress environment. So that is, that is important. Now back to your question. What was that? Sorry. <laughs> So, um, why, why, um, or how, how you get there in, in this, how? in this place where, where you have like really this, this, uh, yeah. focus on and, and, uh, getting rid of this distractions around you. No? Yeah. Uh, let's, let's say uh, there are many people, uh, uh, affected a lot about, uh, getting through their social media feed, uh, whatever, and uh, getting rid of those things, right? Uh, in, in the first yeah. place. So, I think the biggest, biggest cost that you can generate today is opportunity cost because there are so many opportunities out there. You open Facebook, 
and all the, the platforms and you get so many promises and solutions to all kinds of problems and you need this and this and that. So people, they just get like, they develop routines to think in opportunities. I, and that's what I observed when I, I think you remember the conversation we had when the marketing team, I think it was at Bright Solutions, asked, should we now do, like, should we increase a checklist in our lead magnet or should we do something else, right? And that is not a relevant question. The relevant question is, if you have a sales process, right, when you want to optimize for sales, when you have a sales process and you have conversions in this process, then you need to measure your conversion rate per step and analyze where the, the conversion rate is too low. In other words, where your funnel is broken. And then you see, okay, here is where we need to improve our funnel because you identify the problem. Funnel is broken, conversion rate is too low. So now the right question to ask is, how can I fix this conversion rate? How can I increase that? And that's the only question to ask. And then you can create options to solve this problem. And from these options, you can compare cost and probability of success, and then you choose the right one. But asking yourself, should I do this and that without exactly knowing the problem just creates confusion. So as with your, with your entire sales process and with your growth strategy, start with the problem. What's the problem you want to solve? That should be the question where every conversation in business that has the intention to grow the business further should start with. What is the problem we want to solve today? And if we don't know it, then either stop the meeting or dive into the metrics, the numbers, and see which problem you have. And then lead the conversations around solving this problem. Mm. And I do this because I was also in the situation where I had no idea how to do all these things. And I caught myself in the trap where I was working like 10 to 16 hours per day, just doing stuff, doing this, doing that, because this guy said I should do this. This guy said I should do that. Here I saw this opportunity. There I said that opportunity. I was just doing, doing, doing. But I had no underlying strategy, nor did I know which problem I want to solve. Or in other words, which part of the business I want to improve with all these activities. It was just opportunities that I followed, and that is a huge cost. When uh, you have defined this uh, uh, clear um, strategy and um found your, your personas, have set up your funnel, everything. Uh, and we talk about more uh, on the long-term implementation of this, of a roadmap that where, where you want to go with your uh, project. Um, well, you can, uh, of course, um, go in, in the show notes below and, uh, below and see if, um, if you sign up for the free business builder training uh, on FlashUp. Um, but maybe you can tell us a little bit about this uh, a roadmap that you need as a business owner in, in the middle and long-term. So honestly, I don't really believe in long-term planning because we all don't know what happens tomorrow. So why should I plan for like a year or five years? Yeah. So I think that's nonsense. But having a goal in terms of which markets do I want to own? For which solution do I want to be known or my business wants to be known, right? The solution for the problem the market really has. And then validate it, validate. And the only validation is sales. Only when some, it's not showing the intention, oh, that's interesting, let's jump on a call. That's not worth anything. Then you had a conversation. You can have tons of conversations on social media every day. But the only thing that validates your offer is sales. And after sales, that the client is satisfied and gets the result he or she wants from the product that solves the problem for this person. 
right? And I would only focus on that and then see how you can solve these problems more effectively, right? So by solving even more facets or parts of the problem or by solving them faster, more efficiently, right? That's all you do when you focus on the product and ask yourself, how can I improve my product? How can I solve the problem better or faster for my client? And the other thing is, how can I solve more problems? That's the marketing part. How can I win more clients in my audience and solve the problem for them? And with that mindset and that perspective that the only purpose of your business is solving problems for your clients, selling is not hard anymore because you don't need to convince people, hey, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, and now there is another discount. No, you, you act like a doctor. <laughs> you analyze their problem and provide the solution. And if they want it, they want it. Otherwise, they don't need it. Then they leave. Let them go. Find another one. Right? But your activity of the marketing is education that this is a real solution for the problem and then help these people buy this product and get the result. That's how marketing and sales and the product align together in order to solve more problems for clients. And that's all I would focus about. I, of course, you need to set metrics, right? You need to, you need to measure how much money you spend per customer you acquire. Okay, that must be profitable, of course. You need to measure that. And when it's not profitable anymore, then you need to fix your customer acquisition channels. And the same for your product. If you promise a lot, but your product doesn't deliver, then you need to fix your product, right? And of course, the entire business must be profitable. You also need to measure that. But planning ahead with a three to five year plan saying we want to reach this amount of revenue and this and this and that, I would not even do that. It's a waste of time because it's better to start doing and see what you get and then improve that continuously. And this will get you better results over time. That's how I would do it. That's how I do it, not just would. That's how I do it. And I, I think that uh, also you mentioned this uh, uh, critical keyword is like the consistency, right? Around around that uh, because um, many probably say I have a good idea. They start off and then the first road bump uh, is coming yeah. up or the first problem is occurring and then they just uh, try to find a different solution instead of <laughs> love, love putting there with persistence uh, in the same direction for a while and then see results coming up. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's everywhere the same, isn't it? When people encounter a problem, the most obvious thing that a lot of them do, especially when they encounter three problems in a row, they say, that's not for me. Then they say, Facebook doesn't work. LinkedIn <laughs> doesn't work. Video ads don't work. They always find the most obvious reason why this doesn't work, even without analyzing the situation and understanding the problem. Right. So that, that's also what happens. Yeah. In many facets of, of life, right? You start playing football three months, doesn't work. Okay. I'm not a football player. Then you start tennis six months. I didn't win a match. I'm not a tennis player. Then they all find reasons, reasons they try to, to, to think that they solve a problem by completely changing the thing. But this is the biggest problem because then you get just slapped by changes and never get good in something. You need to have the persistence and time is an important component. Whenever you do and do and do better and do better and do better, this requires time, right? And this requires also some analytical skills to find out why you didn't succeed and then do something slightly better, but not just change the entire thing. If this is your habit, you will never achieve something. And um, 
what 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 I find uh, also important is in this in this place um, to detect your blind spots in there. Um, you probably should get a coach or an analyst that that really have an outside perspective on what you're doing. Probably is something just uh, small that you haven't noticed, and that's the reason why it's not working. Mm. Yeah, I mean it's so it's so important that you get an objective perspective from somewhere. And somewhere cannot be inside you because if you are the person struggling with all these things, right, then it's hard to see with an analytical perspective what exactly is the problem that prevents you from reaching goal. But mm. from an outside person that is emotionally totally dis distracted, uh, not distracted, but um, decoupled or detached yeah, from, from you and from your goals, very often it's a lot easier that this person can ask the right question that this person can see some blind spots that you are not able to see. That's simply the nature of being human, right? It's, it's yeah, hard when your emotions come into the game, then it's hard to be analytical. But for a person that is outside and detached from you and from your goals, it's a lot easier. That's why it's powerful. Manuel, thank you very much for your time this week. Um, another round is uh, finished. Uh, we see each other next week on a new Q&A session here at the Virtual Frontier. Yeah, it was awesome. Thank you very much. See you Thank next you. time. Bye-bye. We hope you found this session helpful. Head back to our in-depth blog article about business growth strategies. What strategies are you using to grow your business systematically? What did we miss in our conversation? How can we do better? Let us know in the comments and reviews. We are eager to engage. But before you leave, hit the subscribe button, give us a thumb up and share it around with your friends and colleagues. Sign up for the free business builder training on flashup.io and learn more about how to scale with your business at any time, work with global top talents and make work better. On behalf of the team here at the Virtual Frontier, I want to thank you for listening. So until the next episode, keep exploring new frontiers.